News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, tri-states, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. This is On the Mark. I am Mark Hespin, brought to you... By Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you when you stop by the dealership in the new year and get yourself into a new ride. Uh, you got to ask about that lifetime powertrain warranty on the new and used vehicles. I'm telling you, it is an absolute game changer. It is a game changer, that's for sure. Uh, welcome on into the show here. This is episode 168 of On The Mark, believe it or not, and the first episode of 2023. The show started, it's crazy to think about, this show started back in um, August of 2019 as a half hour long uh, a little blip on the radar, and it's grown into such a, a amazing thing, and so I appreciate everyone joining me. If you're listening on the terrestrial radio as I'm broadcasting live in our KHMO studios here in Quincy, Illinois, another change of the show over the last couple of years, moving KHMO studios from Hannibal to Quincy. Uh, well, you can always follow along with me on Twitter at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N, or I encourage you to like the show on Facebook. If you go to Facebook, just search on the mark khmo all one word and you can join in with our facebook live audience which is always fun to do as well all right a jam-packed show for you today i i don't want to waste any time because we got to break down uh possible playoff scenarios neutral site games coin tosses all of that stuff uh but i'd be remiss if we didn't start hespin headlines uh with something a little bit more serious hespin's headlines on the mark I want to start the show uh, by obviously uh, kicking it off with talking about DeMar Hamlin. Uh, DeMar Hamlin, the safety for the Buffalo Bills, who suffered the cardiac arrest on the field Monday night in the game against the Bengals. I, I, I'll just say this. the what we, what we watched there on Monday night is something that um, it is, it's powerful. It's powerful to see because uh, it... Like any tragedy, it becomes such a human story, right? Uh, you know, sports is an escape for everyone who watches sports. When you're sick of dealing with what's going on in Capitol Hill and all of the nonsense that we have to deal with in our daily lives, you get to sit down on a Sunday or a Monday or Thursday night or your college football, whatever, your basketball fan, whatever, whatever sport you're into at any day of the week, and you just get to turn something on and you get to enjoy the competitiveness you enjoy, hey, my city versus your city, and, uh, and it is an escape. And then something like uh, what happens to Damar Hamlin happens, and it becomes immediately very, very, very real for all of us uh, because it's a human story. Um, we here now sitting on Saturday morning on, uh, on January 7th, knowing that Damar Hamlin is awake, he's in the hospital, he's improving, he's speaking to his family, he's FaceTiming his teammates, 
And uh, you just couldn't be happier for him, for his family, and for his teammates, and for everyone who was involved in that accident. Um, and 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 I'll I'll just say this: there's a reason why Monday night was so jarring for all of us as sports fans because it is very very rare. You're trying to think about the the times in sports in my lifetime. I'm 32 years old, and and really watching sports religiously for 22, the last 22 years, you know, is a handful of times. You think of Christian Erickson with that world cup qualifier a couple of years ago, he had the cardiac episode. Um, that's taken off the field and, you know, they're doing the chest compressions on the field. You think of Chris Pronger for the NHL and the blues in the late nineties, taking the puck to the chest and having the cardiac episode. It's really, really, really rare. But it's once again a, a a reminder to us that hey, sports and life is can be dangerous and fragile. You know, you see what happened in the hit that happened to Demar Hamlin uh, as he's tackling T. Higgins, and you and you and you're like, it's such a routine thing. And 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 you know, we're used to in the NFL seeing like car crashes and guys getting up and being okay, and you see a routine tackle like that lead to. Uh, a, a peak athlete almost losing their life. It, it, it's jarring to see. It's the only um, only words for it. And I can't imagine what all the players were going through uh, as they're seeing their friend and their teammate fighting for his life. And and it makes you wonder why when you watch an MMA fight or you watch a boxing match and you think to yourself, what do you mean? These guys are taking huge punches repetitively, uh, kicks, and they're not suffering from cardiac arrests. It's it, it it's just um it's such a freak thing. And we are lucky in sports that it is a freak thing. Uh because, you know, when it happens, it is a jarring reminder of the fragility of life and, and how uh everything can quickly turn in a dime. And shout out absolute shout out to the NFL training staffs. Um they were prepared, they were ready to go. And they, they saved DeMar Hamlin's life. The fact that they were there, CPR trained, AEDs, uh, brought him back to life on the field, gave him a chance. And um, uh, it, it just so feels so good this morning to know that DeMar Hamlin is alive, awake, alert, speaking to teammates, FaceTiming. And, um, and uh, it's going to be an emotional weekend in the NFL, that's for sure. But it is a... Uh, it's so it's such a become such a feel good story as well, in the sense that he's alive, he's alert, he's awake, and uh, he's going to be uh, I'm sure facetiming his Buffalo Bills teammates right before they go and face the Patriots on Sunday. Let's start off with that uh, and shout out to everyone who donated. It becomes such a great story too, and seeing his charity explode with millions of dollars of donations. It's the great things in life about sports, and it's why sports is important. And I'm really, really glad um, this freak tragedy didn't turn into a we need to ban all sports and ban football's evil um, because that's not what this is about. It's not what that inj- you know freak tragic injury is about either. And uh, and uh, and again, you you cannot think highly enough of the training staffs and what they did and how they behaved. Um, 
We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to switch our focus into the playoff scenarios. We'll kind of break everything down, lay everything out for you from my understanding to your understanding so you know as you're watching what everything means. And then we will get into picking the games. I'll lay out for you how I think it's all going to all gonna go and, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll spend the majority of the show breaking all that down. Stick around. You're listening on the Market News Talk 1070 KHMO. The KHMO brought to you by Cunis on Hyundai. Cardinals Nation. The wounded veteran. I know how hard it is to come home and build a meaningful life. I'm Latoya Lucas, and I'm a veteran. When I was in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. A rocket propelled grenade exploded right under my seat. Traumatic brain injury, a fractured pelvis, severe burns. They didn't think I was going to make it. I had to learn to live with the scars, both visible and invisible. DAV helps veterans like LaToya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year in life-changing ways. With DAV on my side, I was able to pursue my dreams. If my story can touch a heart, it can change a life. My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans. LaToya Lucas, may your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. For our military families, Americans can show appreciation through education. Because of you, I will walk across the stage. I can show my children that they can succeed at any point in their life. I will be able to make a positive difference in the lives of other people. I was able to achieve my dreams and work on eradicate some of the world's top diseases. I was able to get the education that I always wanted. Because of you, I will be paying it forward and serving my nation. Join us at thanksusa.org. 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO, the KHMO app, brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. Uh, we just had, I just spoke with Jason Buxman, the general sales manager, the other day on our morning show on Kick FM. And what was so interesting that they're talking about now kicking off the new year is that 0%. Uh, one of the few dealerships doing it, there's tons of uh, incentives to buy new for Hyundai and Honda. Uh, so check them on out, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Go to cunishonda.com, cunishunday.com, cunisquincy.com, shopcunis.com. They have all the different websites, the social media teams. Uh, they do a great job on social media, letting you know when they get brand new inventory dropped off uh, so you don't miss out on what you're looking for. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you when you stop by the dealership. All right, let's get into it. Hespin headline number two. Hespin's headlines on the mark. So for Hespin headline number two, before I get into actually picking the games and going through what I think is going to happen, I want to just make sure I'm on. Part of this segment is me wanting to say it out loud to you, the listener, so I understand it, but then also for you all to understand it to the best of my knowledge and ability uh, going into it. Because now... I'll be honest, the playoff scenarios, this is this is a little weird. It's a little wonky. It's getting wild. And so we'll try to do our best to, to put it all into perspective. You ready? Um, the NFC, all, all you need to know is, you, you know, it's regular. There's battling for seats. If the Eagles win, they get the one seed. There's no neutral sites. There's no uh, 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 coin tosses or anything like that. So for the AFC, because... The Bengals and Bills game is canceled, and I absolutely, let me just start, start by saying this, I absolutely think that is the right decision. 
You could not force that game to happen. It'd be way too emotional, um, and it would just not be right to say, hey, Bills, Bengals, you got to figure it out. Tough it up. Play this game. The smartest thing for the NFL to do was to cancel that game and now go by win percentage, but also basically tell the Bengals, the Bills, and the Chiefs, we understand that these are extenuating extenuating circumstances, and uh, you all have proven and earned a right to have a one seed, uh, you know what I mean, uh, host playoff games, and so we're trying to make this as fair as possible. So let's look into it. In the AFC, it's as simple as this. If the Bills win, the Bengals win, and the Chiefs lose this weekend, then it's a normal playoff scenario. There's no coin tosses. There's no neutral sites, right? If the Bills win, the Bengals win, and the Chiefs lose, then it's it's like none of this is going to happen. That That is the scenario that makes it the most palatable. We understand it. There's no neutral sites. There's no coin tosses. The problem is, is we can project out, that's most likely not going to happen, right? It's most likely not going to happen because the Chiefs today play the Raiders with Jared Stidham. And Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if you know this, he's pretty damn good. He's <laughs> pretty darn good, and he's pretty good at beating divisional opponents. So, the... The thing we have to start looking at is the most likely scenario then plays out that if the Chiefs win today and they beat the Raiders, the Chiefs will earn the number one overall seed, which gets them a bye in the playoffs. Fine. The Chiefs get the win. The Chiefs get the bye. But, and here's the big but, if the Chiefs win and get the number one overall seed and the bye, and then they end up playing the Bills in the AFC championship game, that game will be a neutral site, okay? A neutral site that has yet to be determined. So the 13-4 and four Chiefs versus either the 13-3 and three Bills, neutral site. Now, if the Chiefs lose and the Bills lose... The 13-4 Chiefs versus the 12-4 Bills in a neutral site in the AFC Championship game. But if the Chiefs lose and the Bengals win, that would also be a neutral site. So the only way the Bengals could play in a neutral site AFC Championship game is if they win, the Bills lose... They play the Chiefs in an AFC Championship game, and the Chiefs lose today. So the most likely scenario for these outcomes, we'll just put it out there, is we're going to have an AFC Championship game that if it's Bills versus the uh, Chiefs, will be at a neutral site. If it's the Chiefs versus anyone else, it will be at Arrowhead. And I think that is, to me, a, a... as fair of a solution as you can come up with. I have said all year how important it is for the Bills to have the number one overall seed and to play that game in Buffalo. And I stand by that being a, a, a true still to this day. But we cannot play that game. That game is over. The only thing you can do 
is go by win percentages and then try to say, hey, we're all not stupid, right? We know this is kind of unfair for the Chiefs to get all the advantages when the Bills beat the Chiefs and the Bengals beat the Chiefs. So the fairest way to do this is if it would have worked out in these scenarios uh, that you have neutral site AFC championship games. Now, there is the whole other Bengals-Ravens coin toss debacle. Let me explain this for you. And I and, and I credit to the NFL reporters and people kind of getting it right. If, uh, blah, blah, blah. if the Ravens win Sunday over the Bengals and then are matched up against the Bengals depending on seeding in the wild card playoffs next week, they will do a coin toss to determine where that game is held. Now, why are they doing this? Well, listen, if the Bengals and Bills game had gone on and there would have never been a tragic accident and the Bengals had won that game, then it wouldn't have mattered. The Bengals lock up the the division. The game against the Ravens would not have mattered at all because of even if they lose to the Bang- Ravens twice in a year, you know, doesn't really matter. But here, we if the if the Ra- if the Bengals had lost that game, and would then lose this week to the Ravens, the Ravens would be the 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 champions of the NFC AFC North, and would would have all these advantages. But because they're going by win percentages now, the Bengals are going to win have won the AFC North. So, in fairness to the Ravens, saying, "Listen, you can't win your division." But we would let you, if it shook out this way, if you play the Bengals, get to host at least that game. Because you would have beaten the Bengals twice in a year, and it's not fair. Now, again, I think the most likely scenario is there's no coin toss because I think the Bengals, as we'll talk about here in a second, will take care of the Lamar Jacksonless Ravens uh, this weekend. So it's a lot to digest. The simplest way to think about this going into it this this week is if the Chiefs take care of business again, first game of the weekend today, three, you know, three o'clock, three thirty start. If the Chiefs win and beat the Raiders, which we expect them to do because they're playing the Raiders and it's Jared Stidham, then all you have to worry about is if the Bengals, if the, sorry, if the Chiefs play the Bills in the AFC Championship game. That's a neutral site. That's all. That's the only thing you then have to start to worry about. Um, if the uh, if the uh, the only other thing then to start w- getting confused about is if for some reason the Lamar Jacksonless Ravens beat the Bengals. But as we'll get into here now, I don't expect I that scenario to happen, and we'll try to break down exactly what's going to happen and what the playoff picture will look like here. So let's take a break. When we come back. I'll go through all the games like we do. Uh, I'll lay it out for you. We'll make our lock, our upset final week of, of uh, regular season gambling picks. It is a ru- I had a rough 0-4 uh, of the last two weeks to end the season uh, below 500. Try to scrap and claw and get cl- close back to 500 here with a couple picks. And uh, we'll, we'll try to lay it all out for you. You're listening on the mark. News Talk 1070 KHMO. The KHMO brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. Being an Army Ranger is a very fast-paced lifestyle. I was clearing a weapons cache in Haditha, Iraq, 
when the building collapsed on me, burying me alive. I spent six months in the hospital and a year of recovery. When I was separated from the military, I just felt like I was useless because I only had this one thing that I was supposed to do, and then that one thing was taken away from me. And then one day, I got a call from Wounded Warrior Project. They asked me to come to a workout, and I decided that I was going to get better, both physically and mentally. Now I'm a warrior leader. I create events and opportunities for other veterans locally. Wounded Warrior Project did a phenomenal job reminding me that my injuries aren't going to define who I am. And because of that, I can do anything that I want. See how we help warriors combat stigma at woundedwarriorproject.org slash combat stigma. From the Salvation Army, welcome to Heartbeat. In the Bible, Daniel shows patience and perseverance throughout his story. Our first hint of Daniel's determination comes in his quiet refusal to engage in a royal lifestyle. One of the many benefits of training for royal services was the pleasure of eating food from the king's table. But Daniel's physical and spiritual diets were essential to his relationship with God. And while he could have gorged himself on decadent foods, he chose to eat an uncomplicated menu, honoring his covenant with God. An ongoing dialogue with God sustained Daniel throughout 70 years of captivity in the Babylonian government. Daniel's life demonstrates that great answers to our prayers come over time when we persevere through trials and cultivate an ongoing conversation with God. For more episodes of Heartbeat, visit SalvationArmyRadio.org. The future depends on teachers who are reinventing the classroom and starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split-second moment in time, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Fighting breast cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment, providing access to quality and affordable health care, and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. Our connections make powerful things happen, uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. With over one million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Around the world, generations of leaders build new friendships and solve problems, turning great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org slash action. Here is your weatherology forecast from the News Talk 1070 KHMO Weather Center. Chance for scattered showers today, otherwise partly cloudy skies. Highs around 39, northeast winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Snow likely tonight 28, cloudy. High of 39 tomorrow, about an inch of snow tonight. Right now 27.
Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. Over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. It's the network of dealers that makes Cunis so special. So when you shop online, shopcunis.com, or you just go into the store, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, stop by the dealership, tell them Mark sent you, and uh, you'll you'll find what you're looking for. I promise you. I promise you. I found my truck through their network of dealers. You know the story. They got it to the dealership the next day. I was able to test drive and uh, was in and out of the dealership in an hour with a brand-new vehicle, lower payment. It's just incredible what they're able to do. All right, let's jump into it. Go through the whole shebang. I'll I'll pick all the games like I always do, and then at the end, I'll you'll we'll kind of go through then what I think after all these games happen, what that playoff picture will look like. So let's get it started with today's game, Saturday. Chiefs at Raiders. Chiefs favored by nine. I love the Chiefs in this game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes on the road uh, in Vegas. I think uh, they understand as well um, that uh, locking up the one seed, getting the bye, and uh, kind of uh, putting themselves in a position to host an AFC championship game is really, really important. Uh, Jared Stidham, you know, uh, and and the Raiders, you know, they kind of showed up last week and surprised me in, in the in the fight they put up against the Niners. Uh, do they cover the nine? It's possible, but I like the Chiefs in this game. I think the Chiefs will take care of business and start off the weekend with then everyone else knowing that uh, there is going to be the possibility of a neutral site AFC championship game. Uh, Titans at the Jaguars. This is a win and you're in game. You got to love this in week 18. And I think the Jaguars will take care of business. I think Trevor Lawrence has been playing incredible football. I know that Derrick Henry is slated to play. I think this will be kind of a knockdown, bare knuckles fight early, but watch the Jaguars pull away. Josh Dobbs, there's a reason why he's bounced around the league and uh, has never been able to stick as a a, a backup in any one particular spot. Um, I I think the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence come out with a good game plan. Travis Etienne is quickly becoming one of the like hardest guys in the NFL to tackle. He's such an explosive player. I like the Jaguars. I, if it was Ryan Tannehill and they were uh, you know the the Titans were healthier, but they have been playing so bad of late. Their season has fallen off the map. And um, this is kind of the end of this era of Titans football. I, I think the Titans yeah, have their coach. Uh, I think they have an identity, but I think they're in for a revamp. And I think this starts the revamp for them. The fact that the Jaguars will win this division. It's now the Trevor Lawrence division. I'll take the Jags uh, to win. Uh, and I think they cover the six and a half. I think at the end, it gets a little out of hand. Jaguars 24, Titans 14, uh, and in you know, in a nice win for the Jaguars uh, to win at home in the division, they're going to be hosting a playoff game. Uh, exciting thing! So I, there you go. I already through two games have given the idea. I think the Chiefs get the one seed, uh, and I think the Jaguars lock up the four seed in the AFC. All right, let's get into Sunday's action: the Bucks at the Falcons. I, you know, the Bucks don't need anything from this game, but I do think the Bucks will take some. Uh, I think they'll start their starters. I think the Bucks will try to make sure that they don't go into the playoffs with a loss and rusty. 
To pick the game, I don't know. The Falcons have not been good. Desmond Ritter gives me no faith. I think the Bucks want this. They want the momentum of it. I think the Bucks will take care of business, and they will win in Atlanta. I think that uh, the Brady will play enough in the first half to give a nice little lead, get a cushion, and then uh, they'll ride it out with their uh, second stringers through the second half. Patriots at Bills, and we arrive at my lock of the week. I think the Bills plus seven is a lock. I think... Um, it's a win-and-you're-in scenario for the Patriots. They're playing for a ton. The Buffalo Bills, if they lose this game, no one will hold it against them because, first off, it's the Patriots, divisional opponent, uh, and they're playing for a lot, win-and-in. But uh, the Bills are going to be playing with such emotion, such heavy hearts. Um, I think they're able to find a way to channel it into a decisive victory uh, especially in the second half. It, will it shock me if the Bills come out and they're a little sloppy? Maybe there's a turnover. Uh, this game is in Buffalo. The emotions are going to be absolutely wild. The weather won't be a huge factor, 35 degrees. Um, I think the Bills will, in the second half, you know, halftime will be huge for them, kind of, you know, shaking the cowboys off, get the emotion right. They'll be into the game. Uh, maybe the Patriots lead, you know, 17 to 7 at half, but watch Josh Allen come out and have a gigantic second half, uh, lead his team to an emotional victory, get a W. The Bills defense, uh, you know, can shut down this Patriots offense. It's not intimidating at all. I love, I love the Bills in this, and I love the Bills plus seven. I think they find a way to cover as well. It's my lock of the week. An emotional, gigantic victory for the Bills at home. Patriots playoff hopes dashed. Um, I will then we move on to the Vikings at the Bears. The Vikings, uh, they're still playing for something. The Bears are playing for something bigger than uh, bigger than a win. I, the Vikings will win this game. The Bears are not trying to win this game. They're actively trying to lose this game. And the Vikings want to win. The Vikings uh, getting a win... Um, Helps them try to maybe lock up a two-seat. It's still available for them. If I'm the Vikings, I also want to play my starters at least the first half to try to shake off whatever the heck that disaster was against Green Bay last week. You don't want that to be the last taste in your mouth before you go into a big playoff game. So I think the Vikings will come out. I think they'll they'll uh, they'll try to put up big points early against the Bears defense. It's very leaky. And a Bears offense is starting Nathan Peterman. Um I, I listen. If the Bears get the number one overall pick, we'll 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 have a lot. I'll have a lot to talk about in the coming weeks. I don't want to waste too much time on it now. Uh, but the Bears locking up a one or two pick um, is massive for this franchise going forward. And, and I'll just say this: anyone who thinks the Bears should move on from Justin Fields and draft, uh, you know, Bryce Young or or C.J. Stroud has not watched Bears football this year. Justin Fields is a superstar in the making. If you can, uh, if he's an MVP type player, if you can surround him with some more talent, the fact that he did what he did this year with the surrounding talent that he's had on offense. uh, um, If you get that kid an offensive line and a, and you get Darnell Mooney back healthy and add a pass catcher, uh, the sky is the limit for this kid. And so uh, I'm glad I'm. Uh, it sucks that they're resting him because I think ending that rushing record would be really cool. 
Um, but it, records aside, the only way this is a uh, the only way this is a disaster for the Bears is if he were to play and get injured. Uh, even if they win, it's not a disaster. Uh, uh, the loss obviously helps them lock up the the one you know the two maybe the one. Uh, but it's not a disaster. The only disaster would be him getting seriously injured in the final game, a meaningless game that you're trying to lose anyway. So I support the Bears' decision. I think they made the right call. Uh, moving on, the Ravens at the Bengals. This is in Cincinnati. A really emotional game for the Bengals as well. Uh, you know, the Bengals um, have been dealing with a ton this week. Uncertainty. Trying to support their guy, T. Higgins, who... Anyone who's throwing shade at T. Higgins, shame on you. Uh, he did nothing wrong. I'm so glad uh, to hear that story that uh, DeMar Hamlin's mom was the one who called T. Higgins, let him know, like, he's awake, taking the breathing tube out. Like, talk about it. What a great story. It's just such a, um, in that way, like, it, there's so much inspiring humanity coming from uh, this, the tragedy of, you know, DeMar Hamlin, that accident. And so the Bengals are playing with heavy hearts. No Lamar Jackson. The Ravens are... are uh, kind of falling apart, the seams. They're losing it internally. You know, John Harbaugh's come out saying, like, I don't know. Ask Lamar if he's healthy or not. It, it's a weird scenario they're dealing with right now. And um, I think that the Bengals will come out. They're going to play uh, inspired football, and they will take care of business. They're the better team than the Ravens, even if the Ravens had Lamar Jackson. And they don't have Lamar Jackson. And they're on the road. And the Bengals are playing inspired football. I love the Bengals to take care of business. They will beat the Ravens. The only reason they're not my lock of the week is that number is nine versus seven for the Bills. The Bills or the Bengals were going to, one of them was going to be my lock. I like the number for the Bills better. Nine's a lot of points. You never know what can happen. A, a late backdoor cover. Uh, so I'll take the Bengals. I, absolutely. I think they shut down this coin toss nonsense. I think that, I think if you're a Bengals, uh, 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 in that Bengals locker room, you take that and you run with that. And you say, we're avoiding the coin toss. And uh, that's going to motivate us to get a W. I love the Bengals this week. Texans at Colts. I'm the biggest Colts fan in America this weekend. <laughs> if the Colts win and the Bears lose, the Bears get the number one overall pick. Let's go. Uh, 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 no, sorry. So the Colts lose. So I'm the biggest Colts fan. They 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 got to find a way to lose to the Texans. They've got to find a way. Come on, Texans, get a W. Come on, Colts, find a way to lose. Embarrass yourselves. Let's go. Let's go, Texans. Get a win. I think the Texans will win. I'm just putting it out there. I I mean I don't know. This is an ugly game. No matter what happens, um, as long as the Bears lose, take care of business, they lock up at least the one or the, you know the two. I'm a happy camper. But getting the one number one overall pick would be insanely awesome. So I'm rooting for the Texans. I say the Texans win. Lovey does his Bears a solid. Jets Dolphins. This is a game that has a ton of meaning. If you're following through my picks right now, right? I've predicted. That the Jaguars win and the Bills win, so the Dolphins win and they're in at this point in time. I don't think that happens. They're starting that Strievler kid who's a local kid. Um, but I'm sorry, the, the Miami Dolphins are not winning this game. I think the Jets and Joe Flacco have some magic. Have some magic. I think that I think that the I think Joe Flacco and the Jets come out 
they win this game in Miami. Uh, they try to they, in the locker room. They have the they have all the the sayings right. We can end Miami's season, end on a high note. Joe Flacco, maybe final game of his career, make something happen. The, the Jets defense make a play. I'm predicting a Jets win over the Dolphins. Dolphins are out. Who's going to get that eighth seed, a seventh seed in the AFC playoffs? Let's keep going. Panthers, Saints, uh, this game has no meaning. Um, New Orleans is at home, so I'll take New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what else? I don't know what else there is to say on that. Uh, Brown Steelers. Everything is set up for Mikey Tomlin and Kenny Bleeping Pickett. That video was awesome, by the way. After Kenny Pickett led the Steelers on a game-winning drive last week, as he's walking off the field, there's video of Mike Tomlin staring at him with his scary Mike Tomlin eyes. It looks like he's going to like yell at Kenny Pickett, and all he yells is, Kenny, beep, F-word, Pickett, right to, his, right to Kenny Pickett's face, and like shoves him, like, let's go. It's an awesome moment. I think things like that uh, absolutely inspire this team. The Steelers are playing decent football. Their defense is playing well. And Kenny Pickett, game-winning drive last week. I think he does it again this week. The Steelers get a win, and everything else is fumbled in the way. So the Steelers win, and they're in because the Dolphins and the Patriots have lost in front of them. I think the Steelers get a W, and are your seventh seed in the AFC playoffs. Congrats to Kenny Pickett. Congrats to the Steelers being above 500, Mike Tomlin, and they're going to be in the playoffs. That's my prediction. Chargers-Broncos. Now, the Chargers, having watched the Bengals beat the Ravens, now are inspired to play and win and get that fifth seed. And I think they do. They beat the Broncos. I think they get the fifth seed, and they set themselves up for a date with destiny in Jacksonville. I think the I think the Chargers will beat the Broncos. Uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, like, well, um, if the you know, because if the Ravens win, the Chargers aren't playing for anything. They've locked. They would have locked up the sixth seed. But there is a there. Let we all know. There's a huge difference by going and being the sixth seed and playing the three seed in the AFC and playing the Bengals or playing the um, playing the the, the Jaguars. I, I, I mean, let's just be honest. The Jaguars are playing good football and and, and Trevor Lawrence playing good football, but everyone would much rather play the Jaguars. Than having to go to Buffalo or Cincinnati, and so I think I think the Chargers will come out. They'll see that the Ravens have lost. They'll see their window of opportunity. I think the Chargers win. They get that fifth seed. They get the date with the with the Jaguars and avoid avoid Buffalo or Cincinnati in the first round. Um, I think the Giants versus the Eagles. I think the Eagles will win. The Eagles. Jalen Hurts will temper expectations. They'll come on out. And the and now we start talking about the NFC playoff picture. I think the Eagles get a win over the Giants, and the Eagles um, will take care of the number one overall seed, get the bye, try to get healthy, and uh, move on. The Cardinals at the Niners. The Niners will get a win. 
put themselves in position to lock up the number two overall seed. I think the Rams upset the Seahawks in Seattle. I think they do. I think the Rams upset the Seahawks in Seattle, setting up for a Sunday night football matchup that is oh so tasty. Give me the Rams over the Seahawks. I think this is an important game for the two quarterbacks in this in this uh, matchup. Geno Smith and Baker Mayfield are both free agents playing for jobs next year. So I think they both want to end on a high note and a, a big, this could be a big moment for Baker and a big win. And don't get me wrong. I think in the back of the minds, the Rams players know as well. They want to upset. You want to ruin your divisional rivals chance of making the playoffs. And the more wins you get, the worse pick your pick then goes to the Lions. I think, I think that's important for the Rams as well. I'll take the Rams in an upset win in Seattle over the Seahawks. Uh, Cowboys commanders. I think the Cowboys win. Um, I think they'll, they'll still feel like they're playing for something in this time slot. Cause everything's going to be up in the air. So I think they're going to play their starters. Um, and maybe by halftime, you know, if the Eagles are up, you know, 30 to nothing, they, they start to pull back and they realize, all right, things are going to go the way they are. But I, I think the Cowboys will start their starters and play them enough to win this game to motivate, you know, to get ahead. Uh, I am interested to watch Sam Howell, though, play for the Commanders. Um, I would have done it uh, sooner if I was the Commanders, but, you know, they Carson Wentz themselves. And then finally, Sunday night football. If you've been following along, you know I've set this scenario up now that uh, the winner of this game is in. Because the Seahawks, I predict, will lose to the Rams. I'm just going to say it. You know, you know what I'm going to say. The Lions are winning this game. You know, you know. I have to say it. I have to say it. I can't. I cannot, in good conscience, go against my Lions. I've been on the Lions. I've been. I've been a Lions bandwagoner. Uh, I think the Lions go to Green Bay Sunday Night Football. And they win. I, I I will say I think the Lions are the bet are a better team than the Packers, but the Packers are at home and they have Aaron Rodgers, so that obviously goes against <laughs> goes against the Lions. But I do think the Lions are a better team. If the Lions defense can get a stop, make a turnover, I really think the 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 Lions offensive line can handle the Packers pass rush. Jared Goff's been playing incredible football. I think the Lions can score with the Packers. They just got to get a stop. They couldn't get a stop a couple weeks ago, and that's why the Lions are in the spot they're in right now. But I think um, Dan Campbell and the Lions will be ready to go. I'll take the Lions Sunday night football to upset the Packers. The only reason I would want the Packers to lose this game so I could watch Aaron Rodgers' smugness get blasted by the Niners again in the playoffs. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Lions are going to win. All right. So, if you've been following along with all of the picks, let's go through it. This is my official playoff prediction for the for the NFL. In the in the AFC, I will have the Kansas City Chiefs as the 1 seed, the Buffalo Bills as the 2 seed, the Bengals as the 3 seed. I think they all win, and so the seeding doesn't change. I think the Jaguars win. So the seating doesn't change. One, two, three, four. There it is. Chargers win. Uh, Ravens six seed. 
And then I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers get the get the seventh seed. So I think the first round of the playoffs will be Pittsburgh at Buffalo. I think it'll be the Ravens at the Bengals, and it'll be the Chargers at the Jaguars. Simple as that. I think that's the way it goes down. And then uh, Kansas City, if they play Buffalo in the in the AFC Championship game, will be a neutral site game. We'll get to that if we get to that. In the NFC, I think the Eagles win, lock up the one seed. I think the Niners win, lock up the two seed. I think the Vikings win. They lock up the three. They're stuck in the three. Tampa Bay, I say they'll win, So and but they're the four anyways. Dallas five, Giants six, Lions seven. So I have the Lions at the Niners wild card weekend. I have the Giants at the Vikings, and I have the Cowboys at the Bucks. Oh, juicy, juicy matchups. Juicy. I like it. So there you go. That is my official put it in, stamp it in. Playoff predictions for Wild Card Weekend. I think that's the way it's going to shake out. You're listening on the Mark News Talk 1070 KHMO. When we come back, wrapping up the show, uh, we'll talk a little uh, college football championship game on Monday night. Live and local on America's News Talk 1070 KHMO. It's on the mark. Hi, this is Jason Bucks. I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country as a Navy SEAL. While parachuting with my platoon, my parachute didn't open. I broke my neck. It left me paralyzed. Paralyzed Veterans of America was by my side from that moment on. Since 1946, Paralyzed Veterans of America has kept a promise to our wounded veterans. We will never leave a fallen comrade behind. Thanks to PVA, Paralyzed Veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments. The benefits they've earned, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Our veterans fought for us. Let's fight for them. To learn more, go to pva.org today. 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO on the KHMO app. All right. Uh, we are brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. You know we are. Uh, stop by the dealership, 221 uh, North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you and ask them about that lifetime powertrain warranty on their new and used vehicles. They're doing 0% right now on uh, on new vehicles. Not a lot of people are doing that. So stop by, uh, take advantage of everything that they have going on at Cunis Honda Hyundai. All right. Uh, I'll just say this. Uh, I... um. I kind of like TCU. I'm just going to say it. I just, I just going to say it. TCU versus Georgia national championship game Monday night. Um, Georgia, let it be known, will be without Ugga, the live bulldog on the sideline. It's too far of a flight and travel for the ten year old Ugga to make it to Georgia versus uh, uh, TCU at the national championship game. That's huge. That's huge. Ugga is great, great uh, sideline fodder. So I, I here's the thing. Michigan and Georgia are very, very similar. And we saw that TCU did not fall apart when facing the, the big NFL bodies of the offensive defensive line of Michigan. 
and so I think Max Duggan and and the uh, and the TCU offense can score. And uh, and again, all they have to do is hope the game gets a little wild. They create a turnover. You know, uh, a touchdown gets called a non-touchdown, as we saw in the Michigan. And TCU's in it. I think TCU definitely covers the 12 and a half. That'd be my play if you're looking for a pick from me. Like, I would take TCU in the points. Maybe, you know, Georgia probably wins. They are a, a dominant program in, in college football right now. But I think TCU can hang with them. I think it's a, uh, they could score. So I don't think it's going to be some sort of blowout, disgusting game. Um, so I, I, I kind of like TCU in the points. I'm just saying, Max Duggan. Max Duggan, the Red Rocket, TCU, and their and their uh, red-haired quarterbacks. Uh, finally, uh, I will say Zach Levine, 41 points, 11 threes uh, in a Bulls 126-112 win over the 76ers. Uh, this Bulls team, we're going to start talking about basketball a lot more here now as we're, as we're making our way. The uh, football season's winding down. I'll just want everyone to know, I the, Bull, the Bulls are the most frustrating team in the world. Because it, it, like every every fan experiences this with their team, whether it's baseball, hockey, football, you can dominate and beat the best, and then you continually lose to the worst. The only reason the Bulls are stuck in this uh, ninth seed that they're in right now is because they cannot consistently beat the Drecks of the East, the Pacers, the Pistons, the other bad teams. They lose to the other bad teams. And yet they're like nine and one, ten and one against the Sixers, the Bucks, uh, the Nets, the top of the East. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's got to find a way to get up for the opponents that you're supposed to beat. Got to find a way. Um, I'll just say this: enjoy this weekend. Um, try. Uh, I, I love the NFL's tributes they're doing to Demar Hamlin. I think I think uh, they've done a really good job of uh, going to be honoring him this weekend. And uh, I'll just end the show by saying that I really uh, I, I, I I'm so so thankful to see that Demar Hamlin is is awake. He's alert. He's communicating with his family. It is really and it's uh, uh, becoming an inspiring story. And um, I think the Bills and the Bengals will play inspired football this weekend. Um, I think the NFL has done the best they could with the uh, with with how they're going to handle this neutral sites. Um, I don't think you have to worry about the coin toss. I think the Bengals will win. Um, and so uh, I do think though you're setting yourself up for a, a Bills Chiefs neutral site NFC AFC championship game. If I had my pick of where I would put it. Detroit would be number one, but I, it looks like Detroit's not going to happen. If I'm the NFL, I would go for a dome. I would go Indianapolis or Atlanta if you could. I, I don't all of a sudden want weather to become a factor in this game because if you're trying, if you, the whole point is to try to make it as fair as possible, then just put it in a dome. And because Kansas City weather, Buffalo weather. That would be an advantage. You know, if you're playing in a neutral site, you're playing in Tennessee or in Chicago, and all of a sudden uh, weather becomes a huge factor. Um, I, I just think that uh, I think the smartest thing to do is put it in a dome and and let these two teams, uh, the Bills and the Bengals, if it, uh, uh, Bills and the Chiefs, if it gets that point, let it become a crazy shootout. Enjoy the weekend. We'll see you next week. Research shows 